Welcome back to One More We All Go. Let's continue The Bullfighter. Now I lost my train of thought again. Thank you. How did you get uh, from college to bullfighting? So, yeah, it was just a... Um, and bullfighting you know, paved your way bull, to be a jack Bullfighting, yeah, bullfighting paid, kind of paid the way where um, it, was, it made it easier. Like, it was hard to explain to some of the professors because some of them don't, like, understand that, like, there's life outside of college. So, like, I was like, hey, like, if I had a test on a, a Thursday or Friday, I'm like, I really need to make this up. Either I'll take the test before or after. Like, whatever you prefer. Like, I was, I was always very forward and, like, whatever works best for you, I will make work. And a lot of them are like, well, no, you can't do that. Like, you can't just take off college. Like, this is, like, your full-time job. I'm like, no. This, like, yes and no. Like, I want to get through school. But I'm like, I have, I have a contract that I, I have to fulfill. I'm like, this is how I'm paying for this call. Like, this is whatever. And then, they, like, I never had any professor fight me after that. Now, if it was for personal reasons to go, they're like, I'm sorry, but, like, no. But, like, for a, for a job, like, making money, like, then they kind of were like, okay. Like, I had to sit down. About it. They were way cooler about it. And, actually, the one that gave me the, the most trouble was my accounting teacher. And, like, I'd, like I'm, I'm kind of, I, I like, like technology. Yeah, do the math. Well, and I, I brought in, <laughs> like, I got a pretty fancy spreadsheet that's got all the events, like, location like all my expenses everything just spelled right out i know what i make to the penny at the end of the year and so i was like here like if you're gonna really question me here here's this and he was like well how'd you do that like who did that for you i'm like i'm not a fucking idiot right he's like so you can do all this but like this other accounting like does this make sense to you i'm like yes like it make like i can apply what you were trying to teach in real life and in the class, like that's two t totally different topics in the classroom and in real life. Some people can do one and not the other. Like, and I was like, no, this is, and he's like, okay, like you, you do understand, like you're good to go. Yeah. And then after that, like it was, it was not a, a student professor, like, like relationship. Like he was actually like, he's, he gets it. Like it was actually a, a grown up conversation and that's where, looking back like i feel like a lot of kids in college they don't even understand that like they're yeah. there to like well, but nobody nobody's in that right mindset at 18 19 21 like 20 21 years old like i i i would like to go back to school now just cuz i feel like i would probably get a lot more out of it yeah than when i was younger well and so much about school is hey we'll teach kids to be good test takers Exactly. They they need to learn common sense and how to deal with adversity and how to handle situations that arise and yeah, there's none of that. Whether it be a flat tire or a blown out seam on your pants, they just need to learn to deal with it. Yep. It's all sewing, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that all wrong? Sewing? Is that wrong? I, no. Oh. No. So yeah. So out of college and now you're oh, yeah. on the the rodeo circuit, right? So yeah, well yes. So out of college, I I stayed in in Brookings, um, had a an awesome job. Like I said, the farming thing for the state, um, helping kind of bounce around all the different animal research units, um, supplying feed, helping out whatever whatever needed to be done. Just just yeah. farm work. What do the, right. what do, what do prairie dogs eat? 
<laughs> lice each other. <laughs> <laughs> they are nasty creatures. Are they good eating? Oh, hell no. I won't Can even go them? near nobody, them. No, nobody likes No, they're horrible. You don't even go near them, suckers. Yeah, they look Shoot nasty. them and let them lay. Yeah, you'll get lice. Like, they're, they're like just. Like Caddyshack. <laughs> they used to say that about birds. Birds? Head, you know how many headdresses I have? I've never gotten lice. <laughs> I mean, go go up to a prairie dog. Like, I'll challenge you to that. If you can walk away with a prairie dog and not Scrabbit. get some sort of disease from that sucker, <laughs> oh, you're a tough cookie. I swear to God, this gonorrhea came from a this, prairie dog, honey. Yeah. Oh. Nick Nick said grab a prairie dog and it gave me gonorrhea. I don't know what happened. That you can't. You go to Vegas and be like, "Where's the prairie dogs? I want to grab one." They're gonna give you a prairie dog, I'm sure. Where I would have marry it like with Elvis. Well, in today's society, you can probably find somebody in Vegas identifying as a prairie dog. Oh, yes. Well, does yeah. that lead us into, I mean, how many how many years have you been coming to Carson, Nick? Oh, that's a great question. I feel it's like it's be 47 f- years, and this is the 46th annual Carson <laughs> Rodeo. I want to say it's close to that, minus about 40 years probably. Okay. This might be my... It's got to be my fifth or sixth year here. I think it is. I would guess. As long as I can remember. Right. Brett has very um, short-term memory. Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah, a, same it, here. He got in college. Right. I'm still trying to fart or figure, excuse me, stupid beer. Still trying to decide what this thing is in my hand. It's either beer or I have to be. One or the other. Wreckable. So, uh, so yeah, as long as I can remember, Nick, you've been coming here and you've been uh, doing a fantastic effing job because we don't swear on this podcast. But uh, so fucking tell us what it is you want to do. What did I want to do? Um, right. And it doesn't like, have to be something different. No, I honestly, like, I wanted, I wanted to go sell seed corn. I wanted to be a, a fucking bread will se- buy that. Well, yeah. I, I know, but that. What a I, weird I, way to get to that. <laughs> what I know, what a weird way. Like and that was that's what I wanted to do out of, out of high school. Got into some like some of the classes, you know, you're learning about it. Like and there's a lot more like I, the different hybrids and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I'm like and that's something you learn in time, for yeah. sure. Like that's not something you can just pick up and know right away. But then the the agronomy side of it that I was like, well, I'm like, okay, uh, I mean the busy season for like uh, not even the selling seed, but the the agronomy side of stuff is right in the in the start of the rodeo stuff. So I'm like, right, I gotta pick and choose. And financially, I chose a horrible career. Um, you can make, I mean, obviously a lot more money doing the the ag side, the the agronomy seed sales. Yeah, but that wasn't. I quickly learned like that's not what I want to do. So I kind of steered away from that and stuck with the the farming job, I guess, in South Dakota. I, I mean, still in touch with uh, my boss and the, the other higher-ups at the college. I mean, they're, they're like family. Um, did that for seven years, six, seven years. Uh, just walked away from that actually June, well, May, the end of May. Um, and then was going to go, I moved to Minnesota. I hate to admit that. Um, moved to Minnesota, better helped a buddy. In, what's that? Better than Nebraska. Better than, no, no, Nebraska's <laughs> way better than Minnesota. Are, are you near Boner? <laughs> About an hour. Yep. Okay. An hour away. Um, God, that's going to be rough. 
<laughs> we we honestly made about the same move. He joked, well, during the winter about he's like, well, I, I had a girlfriend yeah, uh, most of the winter. Right, <laughs> <laughs> so cold. Real small. Minnesota uh, takes an hour to so get to boner. <laughs> it's too cold up there. Yep. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, moved there. Helped a buddy a little bit doing some excavating dirt work. Quickly learned that I'd fuck a lot of shit up there. <laughs> That's not uh, not my cup of tea. Really didn't enjoy it. Um, basically, a lot of stuff happened between June and now that um, would, I would love to go back to South Dakota. Don't get me wrong. Yep. Uh, but I rented my, my house out. Uh, so there's a 12-month lease. 12 month lease there that I'm like, wow, well, I, I got to honor that. So yep. uh, I was like, told my buddy, like, hey, if I'm around and you need help, I'll, I'll help out. Um, other than that, I'm going to just kind of bounce from rodeo to rodeo. And I uh, left kind of the middle of July, and I won't be home until by the end of August. Really? That's exciting. It's. And that that wasn't the original plan. The original plan was I was supposed to go home. I was in uh, New Jersey last weekend and then was going to drive home and then come here. But I'm like, well, her home isn't like the place I'm renting in Minnesota. I'm like, well, there's no sense in going there Yep. just to come back south. So I was like, what the heck? I'll just go to, to Jake and Courtney's Three Hills Ranch and yep. hung out there. At, um, and then, yeah, just came here. And then I'll go from here to... Uh, Afton, Wyoming, um, Ooh, on uh, oh, Wednesday. The Afton Carson circuit. Yeah. The Afton, Car- yeah, it's sh- <laughs> a short thirteen like and a half hour, long. fourteen hour drive. Like, from, but that's closer than Jersey. Afton, it's just a fucking. <laughs> so you don't have to be there until Friday. Yeah. Uh, I have to be there Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Tuesday oh, night to Afton, uh, which okay, Jersey um, is only what I think it took me. It's gonna be like twenty six hours. No. No, to, from from where I was at in Jersey, Cowtown, um, or Woodstown, Powell's Grove, uh, it was about 14, 15 to Jake and Courtney's. Um, and then it's, it'll be another, like, 14 hours out to Afton. Um, uh, by Tuesday night, uh, there's a, a bullfight that I'm not going to go fight bulls. I'm going to go be the barrel man, um, tell jokes, and get rocked around by some say, Mexican fighting bulls. Tell me what the barrel bulls. man does at a rodeo. The Barrel Man is like the, the entertainer slash island of protection. Target. The tar like Yeah, in, in an emergency, like when when the bullfighters say a bullfighter goes down or whoever goes down, like the barrel man can, you know, pick that barrel up, walk to anywhere. Not very quickly, because that sucker's heavy well, mine is heavy. Um get a lighter one. And it, what? I I should get a lighter one, but the the heavier ones take the the hits a lot better and i'm not extremely experienced at it yet so just got it's a learning curve but go out go out there and i think there's 12 mexican fighting bulls that um go out tell some some jokes if i don't get knocked around too bad and then uh come back to chambers nebraska by friday clown a bull riding there and then go up to scotland south dakota saturday sunday and fight a rodeo up there, and then turn around and go right back to Mauston, Wisconsin, by that next Tuesday. It's such a almost. It feels like almost a hectic life that you have to live. 
in order to make ends meet uh, here, Nick. And- oh, ends don't meet ever. But uh, <laughs> I haven't seen either end <laughs> in a fucking long time. I can't. There's no way they're going to even be introduced to one each other. Yeah, no way. Different zip codes, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it just seems like a hectic life, and it's it's amazing to me that this is the life that that you you want. You are, you're. I mean, you're actively pursuing this as as your full time gig. Like as wild and as crazy as it is, like, and I'm not even in the spectrum of the the top guys going. Like, there's guys that, I mean, they travel. A hell of a lot further, do a, a lot more, but like there's still, I mean, like Anthony here, like he is who? Anthony? Never the, heard of her. The, I haven't heard of her either. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like he, like he's he's one of the top guys. He's the, I mean, the face I thought, of I hear that. many it's different. The entertainer from last last time we yeah. did a live show. The biggest yeah. radio is out there. He probably talked way more than I did, uh, or him now. But like he. He's that this is his career, like, and I'm not saying this isn't my career, but like, he's got, I mean, look at that nice trailer and pickup sent behind us. I got a minivan with a barrel strapped to the back. Um, it's a little different, it looks hierarchy. Secure, though. Oh, very secure. Don't yeah. want that sucker go winging down the interstate. No, um, but shh, like, here comes. oh, yeah, here, here she shut is. Up. Shut, shut up, guys. Shut up, shut up, you guys. Okay, we're going to take a brief break brought to you by <laughs> little bitches called Anthony Lucia. <laughs> Got any words? Brought to you by Welcome, Rodeo fan. Brought to you by Annalise. <laughs> brought to you by Anthony's dogs. Keep wagging, folks. This is, I'm feeding them. This has really gone downhill. <laughs> yes, it has. Good. It, we're just getting oh. lessons on broadcasting here, brother. Well, I bet by Nick. No, he he was giving you some solid attributes about going up and down the road, and he's he's like he's here in this rig, and I'm rolling around in my minivan with a barrel strapped to the back. I actually was giving you major props, and then I was like, "What am I doing? He would never do this for me." It was weird because you guys can't see it because your backs were to his trailer, but he's been waiting right at the end of the oh. trailer, just waiting for us to mention. Him. I think he was combing his beard so it looked perfect when he walked over. Would you would you at least? It's, I find it awkward that you don't have pants on. Will you please put pants on? It's hot. It's hot in Iowa. It's we hot. said we said boner one time, and Anthony comes walking over. Hey-o. Wow. He said Minnesota takes an hour to get it. to boner. <laughs> <laughs> but now, yeah, back to that. Like, so we're gonna give kudos to Anthony. Like, he 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 makes a show. Like, he, right. I mean, you guys know here too. He he is the voice, the reason, the everything behind it. That well, and so you. What little bit of experience I have working with you guys or rodeos in general, the barrel man and the announcer can make or break a rodeo because oh. when nobody's catching, when somebody gets hurt, when there's a big break in the action and you got 2,000 or 20,000 people sitting there, hey, make me laugh, funny man. That's a big responsibility. It's a huge responsibility. And like, I, so as a barrel man, like, it's, it's not easy, but. You know, you, you all you have to do is be funny, like Anthony or any other announcer in in the rodeo world. You have to be funny. You have to be kn- like knowledgeable of the stock, the riders. You have to have a, a serious aspect of it, like and yeah. a barrel man does too. But like if it's if it's a serious spot, the barrel man just gets muted or he shuts his mic off. Right. But like the announcer has got to go through so many different emotions, so many different scenes that yeah. like. It's it's incredible 
how they how they can balance all of that. So have you got tossed in your barrel with a live mic yet? Yes. How'd that go over? Uh, I honestly like <laughs> I, <laughs> that was dirty. <laughs> uh, is your sister in town? Uh, she might be. I didn't even, I didn't even see Shelby pull in. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> save Brad, save me. Dang it. I thought, we're on the same pull. side here, literally. Know, yeah, we are. Um, but that, that's got to be a hairy feeling because you don't know what you're going like, to hit. You don't know if a horn's coming in your barrel. You No, like I don't. And like when it happened, it happened just a couple weeks ago. It was the first real like rock and roll moment where i knew i was going to get hit we're really doing it harry we're really doing it harry (laughs) and by god did he he rolled me like it wasn't a huge arena but he rolled me all the way across it and like i i was too like amped up to realize to even get dizzy or have any sort of like scared moment but like i i didn't even realize i hit the shoots and still bounced off and rolled a couple more times that bull wasn't even near right. me. Right. Like he, I mean, he rocked and rolled it. Like it was, it was the coolest thing so, ever. So how do you know it's safe to come up? Yeah, uh, you, you stay braced down until that bullfighter comes over and sets you up or says it's okay. Okay, don't get up until he says. You No, because that's a recipe for death. Right, okay. Um, yeah, if you absolutely. got just your head sticking out, I can imagine that being bad. Oh, man. I mean, it would be. It'd be like a rollover accident without a seatbelt on. How yeah. funny would it be though? Is if your your barrel's rolling, and you just you know it's safe, and you just pop out. Head out as it's going. You're like, <laughs> ooh, that was close. See the the I, if if you can feel yourself going like, kind of not end for end, but just rolling over like as the barrel yeah. would roll, like that's a different feeling. But the way like. I mean, I was kind of doing that until the end, but then when you start going up and over, where you're going head over heels, yeah, like, like then bottom of your beer can, top of your beer can, yes, thumping, yep. yes, that that's insane. That was a, a different feeling, and that's where like there's there's like loops or whatever, like that you can, like well, obviously you're braced in anyway, but you can throw your arm underneath so you don't get ejected. Like I've never been in a rollover accident, but that's going to be the closest comparison. That like there's so much force there that it wouldn't take much to get ejected out. And then if you're going end over end, it's not going to take a whole lot for that. Like, I think my barrel weighs probably 150 pounds. It wouldn't take much of a, of a hit to snap my neck. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, it's dangerous as shit. But let me throw this at you, Nick. What if you're ejected out of your barrel and in midair? Crowd is silent. You just hear a, <gasps> in, silent, and you went, ah, shit. Uh, you know, if I did, if I if I did, and tuck shit, and roll, I would tuck and roll right off the bull, and then just retire from rodeo forever. No, I wouldn't retire. That if <laughs> if I was it. if I was all right after all of that, I would probably drop down and do the worm. <laughs> you have to. like just keep rolling with it. Like there's there's to. no sense in you like everybody's to. gonna be all scared. Like not scared, but they're gonna be like, is he all right? Like you drop down, do the worm. Like hell yeah, I'm all right. And you're praying fifty percent of the audience got yeah. that on video, so you can oh be oh god. Nowadays, you're 99% sure that you're oh, gonna yeah. ha- there's going to be a video of yeah. it, which is good and bad. How do you get that? You're like, uh, if you guys have gotten video of me getting railed by a bull, um, uh, send it to Nick at AOL. <laughs> at a- Bebo. I, I stick ah. with the Bebo. Um, MySpace. No. <laughs> Nick at MySpace. <laughs> 
it's uh like every, everybody in the world like we've already touched on social media like everybody in the world's so connected anyway that like it's gonna it's gonna find you whether you want it to or not yeah but you'd like, hate to have a video of you doing something stupid oh roll there, for seven no, months we, before it came upon your feed you're like fuck that's me yeah. Why haven't I been tagged in this? Oh, like there's been there's been stuff that I have been tagged in that I saw later that it's like un, like untag me. Like that's it's embarrassing, but at the same time like not that I'm old or seasoned or well, anything like that. Well, that WTR one that you had a video of too with that bull rider uh, guy. WTR is world's toughest rodeo. Yeah, yeah. But where that guy got landed, everybody, the bull landed including flat our on top fucking of him. studio audience isn't listening. <laughs> But there was one of the bull yeah. riders. The bull landed flat on his back, and the bull rider was still on him. You were at an arena somewhere, because yep, you St. Paul, Minnesota. And yep. there's this picture of Nick in the background. Oh fuck! He's making this face, and the bull lands flat on top of the guy. And I got I got scrutinized on social media for that, well, like because what were you supposed the, to do? Catch him? Well, that but no, like the general. I shouldn't say the general public, but I'm going to. The general public sees that even. Even some other like rodeo people that maybe don't fully understand, but like they see that as like, what's that bullfighter doing standing behind him? Like, what am I supposed to do? He was still like, riding. He was, yeah, his hand was still in that rope. Like, not that he was going to make a recovery and still ride that bull, but like, yeah, people are like, well, that bullfighter's doing nothing, just standing in the back, like looking whoa, like an whoa, idiot, whoa, pretty Nick. much. Catching midair and flipping back over. Well, that Fuck supposed you guys. to, I guess. Do you not have a whistle that you can just. All right, timeout, bull, stop. I forgot Rider, mine stop. that night. A blue times. Off. I had that rape whistle, and like it just <laughs> must have been the wrong frequency. There's stuff like that where it's like, all right, you know, let the idiots talk. And then there's times where it's like, okay, yeah, I, I definitely screwed that up. Like, I didn't yeah. do my job. and You haven't lost a rider yet, though. No. Yeah. Like, knock on wood. Um, yeah. But... That that's the it's a it's a blessing and a curse with social media. You get the good, you also get the bad, and there's there's been some younger guys that like starting out fighting that they'll have they'll have a rough video like they maybe screwed up. Hes- no, I'm not even gonna say maybe for a second. What's that? Hesitated for a second, but in exactly. Bull riding, that's a second is it's a, it, an eighth it, of the time you're supposed to be in there. Yeah, it can it can make or break yeah. the right anything and like. It, it's so hard because there's there's been guys that they'll be they'll bash they'll bash the bullfighter, which it's like do do you not think that's been my my thing like do you not think I I made a mistake, like I I see what I did wrong like I can't change it now like yep I screwed up, but the other thirty bulls of that night like okay I was spot on so now we're back to the you know I screwed up one bull and the rest like twenty nine of them were good yeah. why are we focusing on the bad one, and even if there's three bulls like. There, there's all, there's always going to be a mistake in anything, anybody does. That's why they, that's why they play it the, like a football game. Like there's, I don't care if you're supposed to win on paper. Like they still play it, in rodeo. It's, it's not scripted. It's, shit's going to happen. Right. And certain guys, you know, if you continually make those, well, mistakes. Yeah, especially if you don't like them. But you can. Right. It doesn't matter if you're making cheeseburgers or mowing yards. You do 99 things right. And one thing wrong, they remember that wrong thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They don't remember absolutely. the 99 saves you had or 99 great yards you had or 99 great cheeseburgers, but they sure remember that one bad one you fucked up. They, and, yep, and if you let that, like, and I, like, I've definitely been guilty of having, 
Like I've had a negative mindset. Everybody goes through rough times. Yeah. But it. <laughs> I knew that. That's my mistake. Yeah. Other than Frank. Yeah. Other than Frank, like, ah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, it's like just just go at like, go have fun. Go be positive. Go be somebody that somebody looks up to. Hold on. Like, I feel like we just burned the words of wisdom right there. Well, we probably did. All right, go ahead. Ah. Carry on. I'm sorry. Ah. It's you just know, a whatever we say after this, I'll cut. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, this is getting too serious. Let's talk about boobs or something. Yeah. I hate boobs. I heard you only like one. Me? Yeah, you're like, why do you have two? That must have been another Nick. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I missed that part. Yeah, well, I, he's scared of midgets and two boobs at once. Yeah. I'm I a motorboat and son of a bitch. What are you talking about? Uh, can you imagine a uniboob midget coming at him? It's like, it's like a unicorn. You just don't fuck with those. No. It's like Jeepers wow. Creepers. Oh, Lord. Did Why you guys did notice you? when we talked about tits, everybody behind us shut the fuck up? <laughs> that got <laughs> deadly right. quiet. It's like someone whipped them out. It's like, I can't what? miss this. No, nope. nope. yeah. just six dudes sitting around the old shelter. And then boobs get brought up yeah. and it all goes. So, yeah. as we progress down the line, you're, you're past college. I don't even know how old you are, Nick. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 29. 29, okay. 29. So, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, getting so up there. I've known you since you've been coming to Carson, and every year we seem to get a little bit closer, and there's more events I'll see you at. Maybe we'll meet in Vegas or a different, oh, yeah. maybe a WTR event or something like that. Gracias, me amigo. We got a beer delivery. Thank you, Russ. Thanks. Uh, Frank actually set one there good, for you. Good, I'm good. But, uh, yeah, so as you get longer, where do you want this to take you? I know you're working towards your barrel man. So you want to be doing shows and be the solo man in the can for the whole show. Yep. Where where do you think you want to go with this, if you don't mind Um, me asking? So within the next few years, because, like, I don't want to give up fighting. I love fighting. Yep. Um, But at the same time. I'm more of a lover. Yeah, I'm same. Absolutely, I'm. I'm more f- like I want to go out and like as a bullfighter, you can kind of interact with the crowd, but like, like as a as a as a barrel man, when you have the mic, like you can actually go out and you know have have comedy within the fan base, and like I I enjoy I enjoy that aspect. So to answer your question, like within the next you know two, three, four years, whatever it may be, like transition out of the fighting and just just be the barrel man and um travel around to rodeo to rodeo and so okay this is the other thing that not a lot of people know um i actually took a couple not a couple well there was a couple classes outside of college um i am a licensed health and life insurance agent no shit son of a bitch yep yep so you think you'd want to incorporate that into rodeo insurance Absolutely. Okay. Yes, uh, I've actually like covered a lot of a lot of friends that they they've taken um, some life insurance, but uh, the the bigger one has been an accident, uh, yep. like a supplemental accident policy, um, where you know they get they get hurt, they can go in like it's it's uh, it's through uh, Liberty Bankers out of Texas. Okay. Um, it's a competitor Liberty. with F. Like everybody's Liberty. like, oh, it's Liberty. Li- not that one. That's oh, Liberty oh, Mutual. Oh. Um, Liberty Biberty, baby. I know you've met my wife, but I'm probably not going to let you guys hang out that much because I'm. There's a suspicion she might try to collect my life insurance. 
I can write her a whole new policy. We could right. we could double it. Well, I'm, I'm can't or wait. Or I can't half wait. It. Or half it. So or you half have it. To live in fucking fear. Yeah, right. there you go. Oh, well, I'm, I'm your I'm your guy. Like you can get a bigger van and put your barrel inside of it. Uh, yeah, I would. That's, twice as much for half the fucking payout. But so I'm, I'm telling so you, afraid. I texted you what two <laughs> weeks ago. I said, hey, when you're ready for sponsors, let me know. Well, what did I say? New pickup and camper. Well, <laughs> he set the bar pretty high. I, I was thinking maybe like a free hat or a wristband or something. So oh, I mean, that would work too. I'm, I'm yeah. a very simple guy. Yeah. Very simple guy. Free hat. We can put a Carson Rodeo logo on it. Maybe a one more we all go. Frank, Absolutely. Maybe, maybe we get our sticker on his barrel. Oh, yeah. Son of a biscuit. I don't know. Can you do sponsors on your barrel? Absolutely. I can do whatever the heck I, I want. That. I would love that. So that leads me to the next question because. When I titled this episode, I titled it "The Dreamer," because your dream is to have your own, your own act, right? Yeah. So tell us what it takes to have your own act in a PRCA rodeo. A creative mind. Fuck, I got that. <laughs> you could do it. No, uh, I can't. you got you got to be like. I got a bad back. You got to have creative so, mind and a good back. So do ninety percent of the barrel men in the PRCA <laughs> anyway. But it's. Yeah, you got to walk it's, funny to be in the PRCA. You do. Yeah, you got to walk funny. I think that comes from the miles driven. A lot of people have bad backs from the, but I mean. I, I farm, so I sit down I was going to say, anyway. yeah, tractor, yeah. tractor driving is the same thing. Um, like it, honestly, it just, it takes being personable. Like, and you got to be, I mean, you got to be kind of funny and stuff. Like, obviously that helps the rodeo and everything. Um, but yeah, just being, being creative, being witty um quick and just kind of rolling with like there's there's certain things that are are scripted for sure so but every like I, i've got i've got a, an act uh actually uh three hills like they they've seen it it's, it's been done years and years ago um uh, but mcgilla gorilla so i'm i'm trying to build him up again and like it's scripted it's it's a, it's got the same like storyline but is the I've, famous McGilla like, like the cartoon? Okay. So it's, it's <laughs> I I had to YouTube it to figure out what the cartoon that's, was. That's that's got to be hard. I thought it came from uh, Muhammad Ali going to the Rumble in the Jungle. And he's Manila McGorilla, and then he he bought, he. Did he trained a monkey. No, he just he was. Or a gorilla. It was a joke. Manila the gorilla. Oh, so I've never but on the I've on the act side, it's got to be hard to find new material because you watch you know a hundred videos a week of all these different guys and hey, I like this, I like that, and you build something like hey, this is this is great, and then you look back and like, God damn, I kind of use that, I use a little bit of this, but but you, even even in a stand up comedy show, like there's there's always similarities, like the jokes are different, but the the con, the construction or the build up of the joke is. Yeah, virtually the same, right? What's like, the deal with rodeos? I just it, flew it, in, and it, boy, are my arms tired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the first laugh we've got. Got quiet for boobs and my sweet arms joke. Was Joe going? That was good. Jesus Christ, we're done. This is it. This. Nick's, Nick's writing this down. He's like, I'm going to use this material. 
Oh, I, I this is like this is fun. I like I enjoy this stuff, and He's like, that's arms tired. I've never heard that one. Before. No, I, I was born thirteen in. years so, after you guys. So Frank, in ten years, we're out the NFR. And yep. Nick's doing the NFR, and he's out Ooh. there in his barrel. Yeah. Like, we had that motherfucker on our podcast. We Yeah. And then we'll also say. Back in August 23. Uh, we also bought him a beer at this <laughs> craps table because. Because <laughs> he gambled all his money away. Because he gambled all his crap away. You did he'll, or, he'll, you did or Nick did. I think Nick will remember the small people. Oh. Not a doubt. Like I, I'm, I will be a small people forever. Oh, I doubt it. Big things on the horizon, Nick. No, absolutely. Shit's happening. I'm Joe Dirt. What? Joe Dirt. Like it's, yeah, it's a it's a fun, like stressful, but the the reward is so so high. I talked so with uh, high, high risk, high reward. Yes. Okay. Yep. Talked with Anthony about this a little bit last year. I think even Doug before when he was here, but uh, it's hard for you guys because you're living on the road and you're traveling from town to town every weekend. Well, what people don't know in small town Iowa, when it's their rodeo weekend, it's that town's time to party. Yeah. And so what that leads to believe is all the contract workers can be a raging alcoholic really easy. <laughs> uh, that's the way it's supposed to be, isn't it? <laughs> right. But you show up and, hey, hey, it's Thursday night. Let's get hammered drunk. Well, okay, but we got to work tomorrow. And But uh, oh, I mean, just no. what everybody wants to do, but... Uh, that's got to be hard to stay on the road and just say, I keep my priorities in check because Anthony's done it really well. Well, you know, he's, hey, I got to get up, got to go to work, got to be professional. And he's not going to let a good time get in the way of that. Right. And that's where I'm probably lacking in the, the professional <laughs> side of stuff. So, have uh, you guys had Robbie Hodges here ever? No, sir. Okay. Do you know Robbie at all? Nope. Okay. So, he's Never he's a barrel man. He's a, he's, a, he's a wild man. He's a, he's a hilarious dude. Um, but my first pro rodeo I ever worked, uh, he was the barrel man at, and he's, he's been to the NFR. Yep. Um, and he was like, so he was asking me a bunch of questions. Like, where do you see yourself like fighting bulls? I'm like, well, I don't know, circuit finals or two or whatever. And, um, he basically, just, he touched exactly on what, like, okay, so you go to these rodeos every weekend and the, the committee, the people in the community, they're like, this is our weekend to party. He's like, this that is their party for the year. Right. He's like, I'm sure you've heard other guys say, like, just drink two drinks, and then that's kind of your cap. Go be done. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I've heard that. And then Robbie's like, fuck that. He's like, this is their time that they want to party. They hired you <laughs> to party with them. You're He's the like, stripper we hired. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> like, I'm going to come, and I'm like, that's. Show us your jokes. Show you, tell us a joke, you clown. Like, Show oh, me your big round jokes. You, you, oh, that's what I wanted. Thick jokes. Thick jokes. We can't go there. Yes, we can. We absolutely can. Oh, yeah, we can. can. Oh, God, no. But, like, that that stuck with me that I'm yeah. like, you know what? Like, and I like I didn't drink for the longest time, but then it's like, yeah. Like, Robbie's Drink is kind of fun. It's a blast. <laughs> it's a blast. And then you get, like, that's when you become, like, that's when it's not a committee and contract personnel like relation that's that's when it becomes like more more of a friendship yeah. than anything like coming back here like you can walk around and you know know a lot of the people on the committee yeah. and you you just come back year after year and it's just that's Let's the part Nick i enjoy back. I fucker parties <laughs> but no that's one thing we take pride on is anybody i mean we sit here and there's five guys on our committee here and any one of these guys you could call and say hey i got a flat tire on my car i got laundry needs done i got uh, anything 
and they'll they'll come do it. Yeah, and uh, they just our committee cares. We've got so many great people on here. There's there's never a loose end. Anything needs tied up. Somebody's on it. And none, they, none of that's getting recorded, Brad. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, but I mean, everybody just wants to see this fucker soar. I pulled in the other day, and there was a guy just digging a ditch over there because there was water sitting. I'm like, well, great. Well, Nick's, Nick's running here on his phone, but yeah, he's just over there digging a ditch because there's water running. Yeah. Yeah, but just little shit like that, people pick up on their own. Hey, it goes I, a long way. Yeah, I want to see this thing do good, and we got fucking 22 people to do that, and it's amazing. I love yeah, it. that's it's great, and that's what, I mean, everybody always, like, it's always the, the question that, like, okay, what's your favorite rodeo? Like why? Well, like it is. Like I love. I love. I love coming here. A the rodeo, like, I mean, it's, it's just a, a fun rodeo. The committee, you guys are awesome. The, oh, it's so fun. the hospitality, the the steak and sweet corn. He made corn. the boobs motion. The hospitality. Oh, the hospitality. Good thing we're not being videoed. Right over there. Beautiful. Um, she looks smart. She looks. Those. Big old earrings are <laughs> wonderful. She's an avid listener. She'll love this. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Her and Shelby listen together. I, I'm going to start listening. Like I, Maybe you never told me. and I, guess I don't. I never is this the first one? We've, well, I guess not the first this one. This is our first podcast. First well, I mean, one. The first one we had on that never listened. But I guess we had oh. several people that never listened. No, I listened. think you're right. Yeah. I think Jake, the bridge builder, was the very first one that never yep. listened. It's the first one we did. The bridge builder? Yep, he's a very yeah. He's, okay, he's, he's big on erections. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we do blue collar guys. So yeah, oh absolutely. So I'm moving down the road. Where where do you see yourself in ten years? What's what's on the old Nick Cop barrel man bucket list? Is it cop or coop? Cop? Uh, it's it's cowp. It's cowp. cowp. It's like oh, C O. No no yeah. Nobody ever gets it right. But that's like coop. Uh, it's like C O W P cowp. Nope, so he's like C-O-U-A-P. a C O U A P. He's a cow yeah. potato. Cow potato. Oh, I <laughs> if I had a fucking use cow. it. Uh, <laughs> I'll use it when I get a mic. Oh, that'll be next week. Absolutely. I can do that. I can do that. I'll send you stuff every week, like David Letterman. David, tell you what, <laughs> we we make it there. I better see some royalties Frank, there. Frank could be a writer. Yeah. You, how long did you do a radio show? Uh, uh twenty. Two years? Oh, just a short time. Yeah. He dabbled. A little bit. Dabbled in it. Just, yeah. just four more years and you've been alive. <laughs> for no. three, three fourths of his life. Fair. So, so yeah, you, you got that going. You got the bullfighting thing. Uh, what, what about when you retire? We're going to fast forward a little bit. Say you're 70 years old, 100 years old, however you want to be. Where do you see you want to retire at? You want to go to the mountains? You want to go to ranch somewhere? See it, Joe. What, what do you want to do when you when you get down on the rodeo trail? Um, I by that point I hope I hit the lottery and I want to have an island bought, and huge van, huge van, just the biggest van. Uh, I mean, honestly, where they're like, "This is not a van; I, it's a motorhome." You're like, "No, fuck a, you! It's a van." It's you a got van. This look on your face like <laughs> you never thought about it. What? What's? What's? No, I have, and I I, I get tour like one way or the other like I, I love snow yep i love the snow so like the mountains wouldn't be a bad idea i love hunting um like I, I, if i could go coyote hunting uh every day which this winter is gonna be different how do you I don't hunt have a coyotes a uh, little like mouth call and thermal scope okay uh, a lot of those guys around here see that i i enjoy that we used to do that like 
I guess in Nebraska growing up, like that was always a, a blast, pun intended for sure. Sitting out against it like a tree or bay or wherever you're at, like, and it, I mean, most, I mean, it's bitter cold, but you can kind of dress for the occasion. And when you call, call some man, like, there's just nothing, nothing cooler than, I mean, you're, you're in their territory. Yep. Like, I, I enjoy the, well, and that, that feeling when you when you bait him in for a tasty morsel, and then you shoot him in the face. Yeah, I mean that's fucking idiots. So, uh, last well, last winter we like a buddy of mine. We were hunting, and uh, farmer said he like he was just he was calving. So he's like, I always have coyotes running through the yard. I'm like, all right, so see what we can do. We went out. I went out one night just by myself, and called out. Had no luck. Um, as I was walking back to the uh, car, um, yes, I hunted in a car, um, but it's like, God, like I hear something. So I, I stopped walking, listen, and there are just coyotes howling everywhere. After I'd got done calling, I sat for probably 15 minutes, not, nothing was moving, like not a soul. And then, what the heck is that? Walked over, kind of like creeped over to where I thought the noise was coming from. And the farmer came back from feeding cattle. Like he, they, they do chores way late. Anyway, he backed the tractor in and kind of talking. And um, I'm like, well, they're not coming back. And well, they kept howling. It sounded like they're getting closer. So I'd run out over the snowbank. And I'm not kidding. The snowbank was probably 15 feet high. Um, and we were both kind of looking in not 30 yards. Three of them. Actually, like, have you ever looked through the thermal scope? You got a thermal yes. scope? Well, I don't so have like, one, but I've, I've so seen it. So you've looked through, it's so like, in the middle of the night, when you, like, have that up and you're scanning, and then you take that scope away from your eye, like, it takes a long time for your eyes to adjust. Yes. Well, the buddy, the farmer, was like, hey, like, what's that over there? And I'm like, nothing. And then all of a sudden, like, my left eye was a little more clear than my right because I was looking through the right, whatever. There are three just blobs. And I'm like, what the hell? So I throw the gun back up. Three coyotes. I mean, and we were talking like we are now. <laughs> talking loud I'm like son of a bitch I'm the worst freaking caller ever yeah and shot I ended up getting uh, two of them I think one for sure was found dead in the trees and I swore I hit the second one so missed the third one of our one of our sponsors but a buddy of mine Aaron Sick he's a big avid thermal caller and he'll go out at night and he told me one night he was sitting there calling and he looked away from the scope and he reached back the truck he was actually going to get a beer and uh, a fucking coyote hit him in the legs and knocked his tripod over. Holy. <laughs> it ran into him, knocked his tripod over. Didn't knock him down, but knocked his gun over. Because it came in hot when he was uh, calling. Yeah, wow. surprised you are that that happened. I'm just as surprised to hear that we have a sponsor. Well, with the, ro- <laughs> the rodeo sponsor. Of the rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. Heck no. <laughs> well, I was looking at his sign and oh, oh, think of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. This rodeo sponsor. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was I thought I was being selfish. Being yeah, that would have scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Oh, it was. Hey, did you guys like, see that cow with a big turd on his neck? Just yeah. Yeah, that was my turd. <laughs> yeah. He Jeez. caught it when he ran by. Yeah. But Jeez. it's like we, we had that happen. Then, then that was alone. So then the next weekend, Buddy came over and we were calling different area, same farm, but uh, whatever. We ended up calling Pear in. Um, we got both of them. Mine, mine ran a little bit. Didn't get the kill shot right away. His just flopped. Mine ran out over some cattails. And I was like, oh, it's froze hard enough, whatever. 
Well, I fell through and I, I caught myself just by my arms and like, it's like, well, that's kind of spooky. Like figuring it was just, you know, five, six feet yeah. deep. Um, ended up finding my coyote, dragging her out. Um, we walked back to the farm, dragging two coyotes. Farmer's like, oh, where'd you get those? And told him, I kind of described it, whatever. He was like, wait, you were over there? I'm like, yeah. He goes, that's a 15-foot slough that the snow is filled in. He's like, you fell through? Oh, shit. Like, yeah, I fell through several times. I actually ar- army crawled for most of it because I was tired of falling through and having to climb out of the hole. He's like, yeah, that's, that's a 15-foot slough. I'm like, oh, nice. Better Almost be died. Than good. Almost died. Yeah. Yeah. But, God, it's a blast. I enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah. But wouldn't you? So, I, I, Frank, what else you got? Do you, are we moving down the line? I think we're, I think we're getting near the, the, the tail end of, of Nick. To the climax, if you will. <laughs> yeah, we already Nobody's there. ever reached that yeah, with me. We got there. We're just dry humping at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who brought the oyster to the hallway party? <laughs> just rubbing around the front. Are we still doing it or what? We're good. Is this going on? <laughs> Frank, you want to be the oyster of the hallway? Uh, I'll be the hallway. All right. Damn it. I'm the smeared around. That's a great visual, isn't it? That's a horrible visual. So, the sound effect is great. Are we near near words of wisdom? Is that where we're at? I I think we're near that. Okay. So, Nick, as we move forward, people learn a lot about Nick Cop. Coop. Coop. Cowp. 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 What what are things that that you want? The world, because we're in 17 countries, so it's kind of a big yeah, that yeah, yeah, huge in Israel, yeah, angry dog fuckers in Israel, that's how they pronounce it. One more, we all go. You know what? You gotta love the supporters. Yeah. Was that Uh, it? Was that your words? No, my my words of wisdom, like uh, just (laughs) nope. (laughs) It's it's been a a rule and wisdom for my entire life, all 29 years. uh, Just don't run with scissors. 